Uh, welcome, brothers and sisters. On this uh, Independence uh, Day weekend, uh, we celebrate 13 tiny colonies defeating the world's greatest military power of the time, Great Britain. Uh, and this independence of our nation always reminds me of the David and Goliath story. That's what comes to mind to me. You know, the American Revolution was said to have fired the shot, which was heard around the world. And David, with a sling and a stone, defeated a giant. The underdog story, the little guy, the unknown conquering the powerful and mighty, is a story we all know well. However, in the case of David, he is not the underdog. That is not the story at all. David is not the little underdog. He is, in truth, an unknown dynamo, a powerhouse of energy from on high, a spiritually supercharged giant. Working through David was the awesome might of the right arm of God Almighty, which stretched forth, slain the giant. We are going to walk through the real story of this young spiritual colossus who treaded upon the earth like a shepherd leading his sheep. So let's dive into the real story of David, which happens to include Goliath. Our story starts with the prophet Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16. The Lord said unto Samuel, now how long will thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thy horn with oil, and go, I'll send thee to Jesse of the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Samuel sanctifies Jesse and his sons, and called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass that he looked upon Elab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not at his countenance, or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadad, and made him pass before Samuel, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this. These two verses, 7 and 8, reveal David's great insight that others, including Samuel the prophet, did not realize. David, a young man, a youth, the Bible says, had learned that the Lord looked on the heart, searching the soul, seeking servants, humble and meek as sheep. David was given this wisdom as he led the flock from meadow to pasture to plateau, providing for and protecting his father's sheep. David viewed the world through a heart of faith and trust in God and did not see outward worldly appearance. This is the foundation of David's spiritual power. Scripture says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forth. All his brothers and Jesse, his father, witnessed his anointing. A little side note. I want you to keep this in mind, because we're going to circle back to it. Now David goes to the front line, to the battle. He ran into the army and came and saluted the brethren. 
And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistine, and spoke according to the same words. And David heard them. David spoke to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine, and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the armies of the living God? It's right here. David presents the spiritual battle. He maps out the spiritual battle lines. The reproach of Israel and define the armies of the living God. That is a spiritual battle. David was pricked in his heart because the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Moses is being defied. No one in Israel, not even Samuel the prophet, viewed the battle in spiritual terms, understanding the reproach and defilement of the living God. Only a shepherd boy did. Enter David's eldest brother, Elib. His eldest brother heard when he spoke unto the men, and Elib's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why comest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Elib who witnessed his brother's anointing, was unable to get past the world. All he saw was the outward appearance, a sheep herder, his little brother. David said to him, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? David knew spiritual defiling was taking place. He knew the cause. David said to Saul the king, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul must have looked at David. Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. I mean, in in real terms, Saul must have been thinking, okay, playtime's over with. You know, let let the kids go back (laughs) now. Then we can get on with this fight or whatever. But Saul, like others, once again, it was outward appearance. And I want you to kind of take note of this because it shows up multiple times, outward appearance, how we see things. But David tells the king, thy servant keeps his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. I'd like to slow down at this verse 36. Why? Because once again, David shares the reason for Goliath's fall, because he hath defied the armies of the living God. Defying the living God, a very important message, also stated multiple times in the story. So let's go back to verse 29. Is there not a cause? Yeah, the cause is defilement of the living God. Brothers and sisters, spiritual warfare 
Spiritual warfare is fought with faith and trust in the Lord, as David's about to show us. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And King Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. So now we come to the battle. David had the spiritual wisdom to connect two life events. The first, the deliverance out of the paw of the lion, which increased his faith and built his trust in the Lord. When the bear arose, David's confidence in God was unshakable. And these two faith trust encounters with God or key life experiences when seen through spiritual terms they build faith and trust in God the source of all spiritual power and through grace we grow spiritually David a youth made a spiritual quantum leap beyond the heavens he's extrapolating connecting his two experiences of faith and trust in God. For David's heart was after the Lord's, and through grace he understood that matters great or small are in the Lord's hands. David was a spiritual giant in a youthful body. Goliath, a spiritual infant. Goliath of Gath. And all the earth was about to be struck by a spiritual thunderbolt. David needed neither sling or stone. He could have simply waved his hand, and Goliath would have crumbled to dust. David proclaims to Goliath the reason for his demise. In verse 45, Then David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with sword and with spear and with shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom thou hast defied. David understood the spiritual truth of what was going on. He knew the power he held, and it was not five smooth stones. Verse 46, David says, This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee, and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beast of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Let's understand that verse. We are now at the heart of the matter. This last portion of the verse, 46, explains real-world impacts of a spiritual battle. Why will Goliath's carcass be food for the beast? So that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. That is a spiritual cause, not a worldly one. There is an additional revelation in verse 47. David says, In all this assembly, the Israelites and any Philistines who may survive shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's. Authority, dominion, power is God's. So David prevails over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. That's what the Bible says. But recall what God told Samuel. The Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance. 
but the Lord looketh on the heart. And after all the dust had settled, King Saul asked David, Whose son art thou, thou young man? And David answered, I am the son of thy servant Jesse, the Bethlehemite. This last verse of the chapter transforms the entire Old Testament, reaching into the New Testament and unto the church today. The spiritual legacy of David cast a shadow onto Jesus' day, onto Pentecost, and beyond. And let me give you the examples. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. Now this next example is very powerful. He cried out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, Jesus, who is the word. Jesus, the creator of heaven and earth. Jesus, who died for our sins, the Lamb of God. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. A spiritual connection between Jesus and David. (laughs) Well, that's beyond my understanding. This next example comes from the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, 29 and 30. Men and brethren, let me speak freely unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would rise up Christ to sit on his throne. So said the apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost. Brothers and sisters, let us not be blinded by worldly outward appearances. Rather, let us always walk in faith and trust in Christ Jesus. Because if David would have fought Goliath just to defeat a giant, David would have failed. The physical world rarely touches the spiritual, but the spiritual realm impacts our daily lives. I thank you for listening. Peace be with you.